you guys get tuned in we are talking again here with our studio manager Ashley Suski about her journey um, what led her to MP um, and even prior to MP the things that she struggled with and how she can kind of help you guys um, with some of the struggles that you might be facing too so with that being said um, let's just hop right into it so Ashley I want you to um, take a second to introduce yourself and then I want you to walk us through your prior health concerns that you had um, kind of what was the break, where was the breaking point for you? So let's just introduce yourself and then walk us through your journey before you found MP. Sure. So my name's Ashley. I um, am the studio manager here at MP. And I would say my story starts, um, well, my story is very different the way I remember it than mm -hmm. like my parents and the people mm -hmm. that had to deal with me on a daily basis. <laughs> um, but I always struggled with like depression and anxiety. I never really had terms for those mm -hmm. feelings because no one really talked about it. Mm -hmm. um, and not in a bad way. I just think as a society, we just don't bring those terms up as often right. as we should. And um, so it, I eventually ended up having two hospitalizations. Like I got really, really low points in my life. And my mom took me to the hospital one time and she was like, nope, you have to be here. Um, another time I did pretty much take myself in um, and it changed my life. I got diagnosed with bipolar disorder. Okay. Um, that was like the most detrimental but like relieving thing to ever happen. To have like a name for your experience and to know like, yes, I'm crazy, but not just crazy, crazy. I have something wrong with me. There's something we could do. There's steps we could take to help me. Right. Mm -hmm. um, that was huge. Okay. Yeah. So, that how old were you when that happened? I want to say 24 or 25. Okay. So, you were in your 20s mm -hmm. um, when that happened. And how, how, how soon before that was, um, like, between your first pregnancy and that diagnosis? Like, how what was the time difference between you were diagnosed and then you got pregnant? I probably got pregnant within six months of being diagnosed. Okay. Okay. So, it wasn't a very long time no, between that. No, not at all. And, okay. <laughs> So now, so you were diagnosed with bipolar at a, at a young age and talk to us about how you learned about that, um, that experience, how you learned about that, the, your diagnosis and what that taught you about how your life was going to be moving forward from that point. So probably the hardest thing about it was trying to figure out, um, where the diagnosis ended and I began, mm -hmm. um, it was so tough to think like, because they give you a list of symptoms, a list of like traits of things that you go through and you're mm -hmm. just kind of like, okay, is this like, I've been this way my whole life. Is that mm -hmm. me or is it because right. I'm bipolar? Right. Um, so that was, um, yeah, that was super overwhelming. Um, yeah, and then what was the second part? No, I just wanted to know yeah. like how you kind of learned about your diagnosis and how that kind of changed the way you lived your life from I then did like a lot forward. of a lot of reading on it. Mm -hmm. Um that's dangerous and um informative. Mm -hmm. Um but I also sought the help of like mental professionals. Okay. Um I thought that was huge. Mm -hmm. I know it took me a really long time to find a psychiatrist that I liked. Okay. Which I think is sometimes the hard part for people because you want to find someone you can build a rapport with, someone right. that you can trust mm -hmm. because you're basically trusting them to help you live a typical, I won't say normal, I'll say a typical life. Right. Um, mm -hmm. Just with the challenges that you're facing. Right. Okay. So the next question I have for you is, um, 
we talked a little bit about your health issues prior to your first pregnancy. So after your diagnosis and finding out that you were pregnant with baby number one, um, kind of what was your thought process regarding your pregnancy after, I mean, it was a very short time before mm-hmm. diagnosis and then pregnancy. And it doesn't give you a lot of time to learn about your diagnosis and how that you're going to react. And then all of a sudden you're pregnant and now your hormones are creating even more crazy. And talk to us a little bit about your thought process regarding your health and in your pregnancy well the craziest thing about having a mental health issue and knowing you're becoming a mom is the accepting the fact that you could be bringing someone else into this world mm-hmm. that's going to have the same struggles mm-hmm. you do mm-hmm. um and there's t- basically two ways you can look at that mm-hmm. <laughs> you can find it like oh my god do i want to bring this child into this world do mm-hmm. i want to you know subject them to what i was subjected to not like i haven't had a great life but all the internal struggle mm-hmm. and everything that i was dealing with or you could look at it like, hey, a lot of people deal with mental health mm-hmm. issues. Mm-hmm. I know that my children are probably more susceptible to or susceptible to having mental health issues. Mm-hmm. But like, who better to help them or find out, you know, like early warning signs, get them the intervention that they need. Mm-hmm. Um, like, don't struggle with it for years unknown mm-hmm. like I did. Right. So. so if you guys are just tuning in, I know we kind of cut out there on Facebook. We're talking to Ashley Suski. She is our studio manager here at Midwest Performance. We're kind of talking to... To her today about her health journey, um, her early diagnosis with bipolar disorder at the age of 24, um, moving into pregnancy just six short months after her diagnosis with her first child. Um, She just kind of talked to us a little bit about how she worked through that um, as a mother who knows that the possibility of her children having the same diagnosis or issues that she has, they could possibly have too, and how she kind of worked through that. So um, if you guys can show us some thumbs up, if you guys can hear us and you can see us, thumbs up, hearts, likes, love, we love Hi, all of that stuff. Amy's on, good to see you guys. Um, so with that being said, Ashley, talk talk to us about your first pregnancy. Let's just talk about it. Let's talk about, um, you know, because I know I'm sure we're going to get a lot of moms who are going to be watching this or watching the replay and are going to be like, man, you know, I have depression or anxiety and all of these things and you know I'm a first-time mom too like walk us through that nine months of pregnancy with bipolar and it being your first baby yeah so I when I got pregnant um it was just like me and the baby so I had I was 24 years old so I decided that I was going to have the baby um and it was just gonna be me and him so that was already added stress on top of all mental health issues that I was already experiencing Mm -hmm. um and then I I was always one of those people that was in shape because mm-hmm. I just did activities that kept me fit. Mm-hmm. And so I was like super spoiled, like 110 pounds soaking wet, mm-hmm. like just nothing. Like I really couldn't gain weight until mm-hmm. I got pregnant. Mm-hmm. And then I gained 80 pounds. Oh, wow. Like 80 <laughs> pounds. 8-0, not 18. Like nothing. Like when I had that baby, the doctor was like, oh, they weighed me and I was like, why am I only down 8 pounds? So like, well, your baby was 7. So <laughs> where did you think this was coming from? Mm-hmm. Um, so at like 9 months gained, I was over 200 pounds. Like wow. it was crazy. It was drastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was like really fast too. Mm-hmm. So talk to us about... Um, was it a mix of just like being having it being your first pregnancy and wanting to eat whatever you wanted to eat? Was it a mix of um, maybe just hormones, things like that? Like, what do you think led you to have kind of maybe what some would call an unhealthy first pregnancy? Yeah, so it was definitely um, a lot of like the stress, the depression, okay. like mm-hmm. not really 
I was basically just trying to get by with what I had. Mm-hmm. I had just like found out I was pregnant, just mm-hmm. found out I was bipolar. Mm-hmm. Like, there were so many things going on in my head. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had also started taking a new medication. Okay. So I think that medication um, is part of the reason I have had problems losing that weight. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people just think like, oh, I eat too much. Oh, I like don't mm-hmm. exercise. It's like, no, like sometimes there's things that you're putting in your body too that are right. going to make your journey a lot more difficult. Right. Right. Okay. So it had kind of had a lot of cards stacked up against you, which I'm sure some of the people who will watch this are probably going to be facing the same issues and things like that. So let's talk about how you stayed positive through a lot of negative things that happened within that nine months of your life. Because like you said, you were, you knew you were going to be a single mom. You knew you already had the bipolar diagnosis. Now you're gaining weight at a rapid rate when you were already small. How, that's a lot of negativity that could potentially be something that would throw somebody else off. How are you able to make it through that without going crazy? Um, so I don't know what it is about me. I have this like optimism that's almost like a flaw. Mm -hmm. Um, I can find pretty much the silver lining in everything. Um, it can be a blessing and a curse because Mm -hmm. I tend to minimize like problems that I'm actually having, Mm -hmm. but it really helps with my mindset. Mm -hmm. Um, just to like, if I just try and turn it around, if I try and find one positive thing that's coming out of this, Mm -hmm. like a baby, right. <laughs> a brand new baby boy. Right. Like mm-hmm. I don't, I know so many women that have struggled and were like stressed and just depressed, like because they were pregnant, they didn't know how their life was going to go. Like right. they didn't have a man in the mm-hmm. picture. And then you have this baby and it's just this giant blessing. And mm-hmm. literally you can't imagine anything else without this baby in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just, what I do is I always just try and find one positive thing. Like even mm-hmm. if it is the lamest and <laughs> just most unrealistic excuse to like make something positive, mm-hmm. It helps so much. Like, you just seeing it in a different light just for, like, a millisecond right. turns the whole thing around. Right, exactly. So, um, for those of you who are just tuning in with us, um, we are talking to Ashley Suski. She is our studio manager. She's walking us through um, kind of a pretty crazy life that she started out with at a very young age from being a single mom, um, having her bipolar diagnosis, and kind of working to stay positive and uplifted and upbeat through that. And so if you guys are getting some value out of this, if you're enjoying the conversation that we're having with Ashley, if you guys could give us some thumbs up, we love the thumbs up and the hearts and the likes. Um, I see Priya, you're on. Amy, you're on. Ladies, what's up? Um, So now, fast forward to um, after baby two and baby three, right? So Ashley has three children now, and they're the most adorable kids (laughs) Ever, um, we just celebrated Leo's fifth birthday. Emmett's, Emmett's fifth birthday. Leo's, Emmett's yeah. fifth birthday, like two weeks ago, three weeks ago. Yeah, and he was amazing. That was so much fun. So let's fast forward through life, um, marriage, mm-hmm. baby two, baby three. Now you're at the point where you know something's got to give when it comes to your health. So let's talk about what prompted you to find a gym, and let's talk about your journey in finding MP and and what that was like for you. Yeah. So I. Notor- was notorious for like saving all these like healthy recipes on Facebook, all these workout things. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just, I like my whole, like still to this day, if I probably went back, I'd find all of this like healthy stuff. Like in my <laughs> mind, I was there, but like nothing about my body was doing anything to actually accomplish those mm-hmm. things. And I think just finding when those two can like finally agree, like, okay, we're doing this together. Mm-hmm. Like, um, just because. I mean, your body, go, like, your heart feels one way, your head feels another way, your stomach feels a completely different way, mm-hmm. um, until you can get those all on the same page, mm-hmm. um, 
it gets really difficult, but I just remember sitting there and I just saw the six week challenge pop up on my newsfeed. I'm like, oh, somebody's, somebody's aware of all the things that I'm saving here. And they're like, okay, let's act on it mm -hmm. now. Um, so yeah, so I scheduled my consult with you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, Ashley came to us through our six week challenge, which is something that's super, um, popular. It looks like Sam, we got a comment from Sam on there. I can't really read it, but we'll read it in a second, but it's got a heart on it. So it must be nice. Um, Hey Sam, what's up? Uh, so if you're just tuning in, we're talking with Ashley today about her, her fitness and health journey through a lot of, um, mental illness issues and three kids. And now we're to the point where she has realized that, Saving healthy recipes and uh, pinning uh, at-home workouts on your Pinterest pages does not typically work. The pounds do not come off. Yeah, especially especially if you <laughs> lack that internal motivation and you lack that accountability. So now she's talking about how she found um, our six-week challenge. So an ad popped up on your Facebook. Yes. Right? It was like the stars aligned. Yep. And somebody said, Ashley, you need to click on this. Um, she clicked on the six-week challenge ad, and she actually came in and met with me. So let's talk. Let's let's reminisce a little bit about the day that you came in and met with me. You came in with a friend. I did. Right. So let's talk about the meeting. Let's talk about how that went because this is a very interesting story that happens very very often. But Ashley came out on the other side of this scenario. So let's talk about that scenario. Yeah, so I came in with my friend. I basically, she was like, I can't believe you're making me do this. <laughs> what, are, what are you signing us up for? I'm like, it's just a consultation. We'll just go. We'll hear what they have to say. So mm -hmm. she's like, okay, fine, let's go. So we went and we sat down. They went over all the details. And I got up and I walked out. <laughs> like, she did. Nope, mm -mm, I'm good. I can't afford it. I can't, you know, like, I can't commit to this. I, like, I just, I just walked out. And... As I'm walking to my car, and my friend's now the one who's like, oh, yeah, we should totally do this. <laughs> I'm like, wait a second. No, 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 no. I had you on my side. It's like, now I'm with you. Like, I don't want to do this anymore. Um, and there was one thing that stuck out, though, from that post as I was literally about to open my car door to drive away. And it was, if you're sick of making excuses, like, we don't want people that make excuses. And that's always been one of my least favorite things about myself. Mm -hmm. I make constant excuses just to not get things done, to like put something off. And mm -hmm. I'm just, I was over it. Mm -hmm. um, so I remember I turned around and I walked back in. I was like, can I do a payment plan? <laughs> like, is there anything I can yep. do? Can you work with me on this? And um, yeah. That's crazy. That was all she wrote from yeah, there. That's exactly how, that's exactly how it went. <laughs> so um, to recap, so Ashley came in for her six-week challenge meeting with me, and um, she she basically said, I, I can't afford to do the, the security deposit. I can't afford to do it. And she left. And then she came back in. <laughs> she was like, can you work with me? And I was like, well, yeah, of course. I mean, I'll never, I'm never going to tell you no, right? So um, she was the person that literally – some people it takes – weeks for them to realize that they make excuses it literally took you like a 100 foot walk to your car maybe 31 years yeah. but <laughs> well 31 years prior but, and then, right and yeah. then it was that switch right there I was like no you have this opportunity like mm -hmm. stop throwing those opportunities away like I feel like we do that all the time like an opportunity presents itself and then we don't take advantage of it and we just sit there and in our head we give all these reasons we didn't do it mm -hmm. like no it wasn't the right time no it wasn't this like we get like give up the most 
random excuses for things that we just don't want to commit to Mm -hmm. because we're just not ready for it. Mm -hmm. We just know it's hard. Mm -hmm. Like the amount of people that are so disappointed in me when they go, Oh my God, what are you doing? And I'm like, Mm -hmm. I'm eating right. And I'm exercising. (laughs) (laughs) No, like what diet, fat diet are you on? What pills are you taking? I'm like, those aren't a thing. They don't work. They don't work. So let's talk about, um, so you found MP. She joined the six week challenge. Funny thing is that her friend didn't, so I don't no. need to call her friend Sorry, out Rachel. at all. But, um, so Ashley joined her six-week challenge. She finished the six-week challenge, and she actually decided to become a member um, during her six-week challenge. It was something that she just felt very strongly about. So let's talk about the challenge. Let's talk about all of the things that you went through. Let's talk about the mental challenges, the physical challenges, and then let's talk about the outcome and your results because she had some pretty amazing results. So let's talk about that. So... Like, I know when I was going through the challenge, it was challenging, Mm -hmm. but I was so excited. Mm -hmm. I was feeling so much better. I was committing to something that I said I would commit to. Mm -hmm. Like, I was doing it. Um, So I know that it was probably really hard at the time to, like, not put mayonnaise on things Mm -hmm. and stop putting creamer in my coffee, Mm -hmm. but... It, I knew, like, one of my friend's moms gave me the advice. She was like, you can do anything for six weeks. Mm-hmm. Anything. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> that's a really good point. Mm-hmm. I probably can. In mm-hmm. the like, long scheme of things, that's the shortest amount of time I've probably ever had to commit to something mm-hmm. in my life. Like, I'm already committed to my children for the next 18-some years. Right. <laughs> like, right. it has been for life. So, it was, like, just... Just accomplishing those things, like I put a background on my phone that said, like, it says, stop yourself from stopping yourself. And I was just over those excuses. Mm-hmm. And so when I realized that I was doing that, and then, like, the clarity I was getting from the, men- like, from the workouts, like, just mental clarity, like, not even physical fitness, I was just feeling, like, on top of the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, I remember, uh, if you guys are just tuning in again, I know some of you guys are new to the conversation here. We're talking with Ashley Suski. She is our studio manager, but she was a member prior to this. So she's kind of walking us through that journey. We're talking about her six-week challenge journey right now. Um, if you guys are getting some value, I see and Lauren and Sarah, you guys are on. We'll take some hearts and some, I see some hearts and likes. That's awesome. So um, let's talk about, so so Ashley kind of recapped her her journey through the challenge and it wasn't necessarily more of a physical um successes you did have some physical success Mm -hmm. but the mental and emotional success and that kind of stuff stuck out to you a lot more I remember um we were friends on Facebook and every day Ashley was like I don't know who this person is I don't even know who I am anymore like I'm not even myself because this person is nuts and all of her friends would be like Ashley who are you like we don't even know you anymore because all of a sudden she was working out she was eating right she was getting great results she was in the gym and really committing to herself which is a testament to when you stop stopping yourself from doing the things that you want to do in life, it changes your whole world. And and it, it completely does a 360 on everything. When you get out of your own way, it's crazy because some people think it's like physical things that are in their way, but it's not. It's, it's just you. It's you and your excuses are the only thing that's stopping you from getting the results that you want, right? It literally feels like the most complicated decision in the entire world to stop yourself from stopping yourself. And then you do it and it's the easiest thing you've ever mm-hmm. done. Like, it's like a light easy, bulb. Like the minute you just turn off that switch, mm-hmm. like yeah. it's done. Yeah. And I think that's amazing because there are going to be a lot of people who watch the replay on this or who are watching this that... Um, can relate or will relate at some point in time with that testament and um, it might take them weeks it might take them months it might take them years to realize it but when they when they do they're gonna be like man that girl I watched on Facebook was totally right so so now that we found MP you joined MP 
Um, you lost, was it 17 pounds? Yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah, 17 pounds in her six weeks. Um, it was like three or 4% body fat, I'm pretty sure. It was, it, she did amazing. She, she did an amazing job in her six week challenge. But I don't think that what stood out for me was the, was the physical results. It was the mental. It was the total change in, it was the total change in perspective for you on life in general and the perspective on your health and fitness. Yeah. Um, I want to talk just briefly because you are a mom and I, and I want to talk about mom guilt. Okay. No, nope. um, I don't I, do it. <laughs> I don't subscribe to it. I don't know. If you feel guilty about anything you do as a mother, come talk to me. I will wash it right away for yeah. you. We're done. So <laughs> that happens a lot. And I see it a lot just because of, um, the people that I've met through the numerous challenges that we've done that I get that a lot. It's always, you know, my kids and I can't leave them and my husband or my spouse, they need me to make dinner and blah, blah, blah. Like Ashley is the person in this world that does not, not that she does not love her children because no. she loves her children and More her than husband anything. unconditionally. <laughs> and she'll be the first person to tell you that. And you can totally tell that when you talk to her about her family, but she also knows the importance of her own self, her own mental clarity and her own physical clarity that if she is not physically and mentally well, she cannot physically and mentally be well for her family. So mamas, I don't care if you're a fur mama, anything like you are a better you when you are taking care of yourself. And when you're taking care of yourself, you're a better mother, you're a better wife, you're a better fellow human. Like mm -hmm. that's just what it comes down to. Like mm -hmm. you can't keep sacrificing everything for other people because there's going to be no more of you left to give. And then, and then what? Mm -hmm. So take care of yourself. Right. I think that that I, if, if you like that statement, I want some hearts <laughs> and some likes on that because that is a testament right there. Um, it's, it's something that we see as a women's fitness facility. We see it all too often. We see all too often that moms somehow, some way put themselves on the bottom of the totem pole. Uh, 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 and it happens all the time. All of a sudden, everybody else is above us and we just keep pushing ourselves back you're down at to the, the top bottom. you are the yeah. most important they need you yeah <laughs> and i think that that's exactly what it is like your family and your husband and your kids and your your co-workers and your boss and everybody else around you the world needs good humans in this world and if you are so drained that you can't even be a good human it becomes very difficult for you to be healthy for you to get to where you want to go and for you to just be a better person altogether so i think that that is something we could talk hours about that but um just keep that in mind come to me i'll take all your mom guilt away i'll throw <laughs> it out you for you guilt. don't worry <laughs> okay so now that we've gone through the journey with MP, now that you're here, now that you've kind of embraced the culture that we, we have here, let's talk about what made you want to become a part of this team. So honestly, the one thing I've, like one of my favorite things I've learned in life is that when you find something you love and you want to be or you want to do, you literally just have to drown yourself in it. Mm -hmm. Like just let it overwhelm you, do everything you can to be surrounded by it constantly. Um, they say you're the average of like the five people you hang out with the most. So I'm like half toddler, half MMA fighter. Like <laughs> I got Brittany over here. Like I am like, do you just have to take those things that you love and like literally drown yourself in it? Like just let it take over your life because that's what's, it, whatever you want it to be, you have to make that happen. Mm -hmm. And I knew that just the feeling, the community here that I saw, like was just something I wanted in my life constantly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I, which I think is awesome. So if you don't know this about uh, Midwest Performance yet, 
Um, pretty much every person that you meet here, whether at the front desk or um, on the coaching floor, was a member at MP before they actually became a staff member. And that's just a testament to um, them growing in the MP culture, them growing in their physical health and wellness journey, and you wanting to, to touch lives just like the people here had touched your life. And I think that it's just, it is a... A force that can't be held back as soon as you immerse yourself in this place and I'm I, I, I we do our six-week challenge meetings and I always feel like I'm like I'm not tooting my own horn I promise that I'm not but this place is just not like any other I'll toot her horn it, <laughs> is, it absolutely is like it is magnetic it is like encouraging and motivating I mean there is I don't ever come here like I had a woman today tell me she just did a free week pass with us and she told me she goes you are so lucky. I was like, what do you mean? She's like, you smile constantly when you're here. Mm -hmm. She goes, how did you find a place that you just smile when you're at work? Mm -hmm. And I just looked at her and I was like, well, I guess I do kind of have this goofy smile on my face <laughs> the entire time I'm here. Um, but it's true. Like, it's contagious. Everyone that walks in that door just mm -hmm. is has to bring something completely different to the table. And mm -hmm. yeah, I'm forever grateful for yeah. that. So Ashley is our studio manager. So she is the mothership around here. Um, she is the face of the front desk. And um, she's an amazing human. She's an amazing um, employee. She's an amazing studio manager. Um, I know that our ladies love her. I know that the people that come in here that meet her for the first time love her. So if you guys are watching this, if you're watching the replay, um, if you guys ever come into the studio or if you call in or text in or whatever, nine times out of 10, you're either gonna be talking to me or you're gonna be talking to Ashley. Um, so with that being said, um, as we wrap things up and we'll ask for some Q&A here in just a second, but if you could give the best advice to anybody watching this or anybody who's going to go back and watch the replay who is a mom who is sitting at home watching their kids play on the floor who can't who can't fathom putting a workout dvd in or getting up off the couch and going into a gym to try something out what would you say to them to encourage them and motivate them to just take that first step um stop thinking about it just stop. You're going to overthink about it. You're going to think of all these excuses. You're going to talk yourself out of it. Um, the one thing I tell people now when they come in for my challenge meetings is talk yourself into it. Stop talking yourself out of things. Like when you go home and like someone gives you an excuse, give them an excuse back as to why you need to do it. Like mm -hmm. keep talking yourself into it. Um, find those silver linings. Find anything that just like, like think about how much more your kids are going to have fun with you when you can like keep up with them, when you are just more energetic and you're having fun. And think about how much more like happy you're going to be with yourself. Mm -hmm. um, I know it's so hard to accept that you're the only thing stopping yourself from accomplishing those things. But I promise, like the second that you can just be like, okay, yep, it's me. It's just me. Like my husband really will let me go work out for an hour. My kids mm -hmm. can survive without me for an hour mm -hmm. <laughs> once a day. Like I can do that. Um, yeah, it's just you. And that's okay. That's mm -hmm. like, that's fine.